welcome to uh, your favorite podcast, KCYZ Nerd Radio. That's Carlos over there. I'm Carlos. That's Kelly over there. I'm Kelly. That's Carlos. Uh, This is a podcast where we nerd out. We talk about wine and booze and music and toys and uh, vinyl records and record players and all that stuff. I see you taking a drink, Carlos. What are you drinking? I'm ready to go. Um, You know what? I have no idea what this is. Yartra? (laughs) Huh. I've not heard it, of that. It is uh I don't know, it's some foreign words down below. I don't know what they say. <laughs> and it just says red wine. I don't know where is... we got it. Um I hope it's not one of our let's wait for a good occasion wine cuz I'm halfway in and uh my wife is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> oh, is it good? Yeah, it's good. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was probably a let's wait for a special <laughs> occasion wine. Hey, KCYZ Nerd Radio is the best occasion. <laughs> All right, two hundred dollar bottle of wine. Uh, well, you know, you came over last night, kind of as a surprise, and we drank my only bottle of wine I had in the house. And so tonight, Mm. I have made myself a lovely gin and tonic. I don't know if you can see. Is that a round uh, ice cube? It's a Death Star ice cube. Because why? I'm a fucking nerd. Because you're a nerd. That is so cool. Uh, and it's in the it's in my FBI glass that my nephew gave me. My nephew gave me a set of glasses. He's a He's a federal agent, so everybody be cool when he's around, okay? No sudden movement. Right. Don't talk Especially about all the, the dark guys. I do. <laughs> Especially people with my skin color. Keep your hands <laughs> preferably like this the whole evening. <laughs> you um, know, you can get Carlos, super nerdy with that oh. ice. Have you researched how to get yeah. super clear ice for these molds? Super clear ice? No. That's a level of nerdum that I can talk about. Well, we should get into that because I also have some skull ice cube stuff. It, so. It's difficult. It is super difficult. In New York, there's a whole industry of ice makers that produce the clearest ice and they deliver it to these fancy schmancy bars where the the dudes have mustaches <laughs> like this and they wax them and it's like, hey, you know, you know, and they're mixologists, they're not bartenders. And they're there like uh, wood woodworkers chipping away at this ice and making it into squares and s- round circles and cylinders. But it is the clearest and it's really hard. It's really hard to do that. Well, it's funny you say that because this is a Death Star mold that this water was in, but it just looks like a round ball of ice. You can't see any of the details in it. I can imagine it. It looks more like a moon than a space station. I like it. I love it. Carlos, um, some tragedy on the home front, as you oh. all know. My uh, my record player died. Oh, I forgot already. <laughs> well, I didn't forget, but thanks. You know, my, uh, we no, no, the, the pain. drum ta- table broke on us while we were listening to it. Man, I was there live in person to witness it. It was heartbreaking. I almost yeah. vomited of how devastating this was. <laughs> it was working perfectly. We're having a great old time. You go to flip it, and it's a Kiss album. I think you were gonna flip. It was, yeah. You were trying to, you were trying to tell me why I should appreciate live albums, right? And uh, all of a sudden, it started making this god awful noise, noises that a record player should not make. Yeah, it started making a clacking noise, and then who knows what happened? Uh, the the timing's way off on it. I've pulled it out again. You brought it to your guy. He. 
he supposedly fixed the timing. Then I plugged it back in last night and it just immediately started making the same yeah. noise. So I've well, he did say he out. adjusted it a couple of times and it just kept on reverting back. Oh, okay. I might uh, reach out to the guy who originally serviced it and and see what he says. Um, his his price to do the whole thing when I originally got the record was you know right about the cost of your guys to to do the cartridge. So I think I'll probably go to my guy. I know you've got uh, money to burn, but no. not me. <laughs> well, so I'm going to put a note on this sh show when um, instead of doing I told you so, I'm just going to, as we're just chilling, I'm just going to play this episode again and say, <laughs> hmm, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe the the first option was was a good one, but you know this is what makes us nerds, right? Because this is a we does this need any additional uh, thought? I mean, can it is it easy to just go out and get a new turntable that does sort of? But we like this one. Right. We want the way this one looks, the way this one sounds. And it's mechanical, and there. If you turn that around, I mean, we should put a picture up of uh, of it. It is complete. It's like a watch. It is gears yeah. and band and and uh, O rings and springs and things that do this when something else does this. It is a extremely complicated piece of mechanical machinery. And well, I, I'm going to take a it. picture of it uh, as soon as we're done with this because I've got it out again. I'll take a picture of it, and while we're talking about it. I'll send that picture. You superimpose it over my face. <laughs> and then with the like tears coming out. That's <laughs> sad. You face. know, I, I, I'm a little ashamed of myself, how bad I felt about it. Um, oh. Because I was like, I, I, I was losing sleep over it the other night. And I thought to myself, what the fuck, man? I mean, I've got 14 different Amazon echoes in every room. You know, I can play literally anything I've got on vinyl. Not the same. But there's something about that uh, that pomp and circumstance of picking out a record and, it and is. slowing down. Well, you so. know me. You know me. I'm I'm I have I have four turntables right now in the house. Yeah. And they all work. And yeah, I know you're you're a good friend. You said, "Do you want me to bring over one I, I'll of my bring turntables?" <laughs> I'm I have like, no, that's okay, but I appreciate oh it. Oh my goodness, I am a lunatic. I have three complete setups. I have six speakers, three receivers, turntables. I don't. Well, my cabinet doesn't need its receiver because it's it's all. But I can set up a really good turntable system in three different rooms in my house. That's too much. That's too well, much. you've got a big house, so luckily. <laughs> well, I have a very understanding wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so you you had major trouble. Hopefully, it gets resolved soon because uh, I will say it is a it is a, a necessary item for our hangouts. It, it is a component mandatory. of our of our personal hangouts, isn't it? It is. It is. It's uh, yeah, necessary is the word. See that? That's putting me putting my hand down. Well, That's I'll um I'll get it fixed at some point. Right now, money's a little tight, but uh, priorities, I'll, Kelly. Priorities. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I consider rent the place where I hold the oh, okay. record player. <laughs> I put that above <laughs> the record player. If God forbid, 
God forbid you're out there with the people in Everett that are hanging mm. out across from the Walgreens. You're right. going to be the coolest dude because you're going to have the working record player and it's the table. Point. Like you could it's, sit on it if you wanted to. It's a sturdy piece of, you could sit on, you could use it, it really as a is. table. You could put a little grill on top and, you know, grill up some hot dogs for your fellow. Uh, Listen, people are going to be looking at me and they're going to be saying, you know, I don't want anyone to take this wrong, but that guy's making homeless look like a lot of fun. I know. It's like, you you got everything. You got yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, well, just in nerd dumb, I've been going through. Oh, so I mentioned on the last show that I thought that it was time for me to upgrade one of my, one of my turntables. But to me, upgrade doesn't really mean upgrade. It just means get another one. Ah, okay. So I got another one and I posted it to the Instagram page. So everyone make sure you follow us on Instagram. It is this really cool looking audio linear TD-4001 turntable from 1972. It has an acrylic base, sort of see-through, some cool metal legs, and the the platter has these five little tumbler looking things that yeah. look really cool as it's spinning around. But holy cow, I've taken that thing up to Arlington to get adjusted four three or four times already it was the belt it was the cartridge it was another adjustment and i think finally now i'm done i think it sounds great uh the last little hiccup that i had was last night and i don't know if you hopefully i didn't wake you up because i sent no, you I, I saw that message in the morning <laughs> that message at 12 30 a.m 12 30 in the morning <laughs> i go from getting it adjusted the cartridge adjusted and I plug it all in and start to play a record. And in between songs, a hum. And of course, that's a grounding issue. Right. And I'm like, this this turntable doesn't need to be grounded. It's the way it's wired. It doesn't need a ground wire to your receiver. It's okay. sort of grounded to itself. And man, I'm like a dog with a bone when it comes to these little things that I know that it shouldn't happen and I want to fix it and I want to be able to fix it right now. Right. So my poor wife, she knew I tuned out. <laughs> so she went to bed. She's like, oh, she must've thought, man, this wanker's not going to pay attention to me. He's playing with the stupid machines. So she went to bed and I proceed for the next two hours to try to figure this out. And but just, you know, looking at dozens and dozens of videos on YouTube, finally, I found one video on YouTube where a guy says, check the wires on your cartridge. And this is an hour and a half in after I've moved, I've unplugged everything. I've moved the turntable three times. I put the turntable on one end of my little thing and the receiver on the other moved it away from the speakers thinking some sort of interference, changed out RCA cables made new cables, did a little makeshift ground wire, thinking that, you know, maybe now it does need to be grounded. Maybe <laughs> it evolved. Didn't work. So finally, I see this video that said, check the wires on your cartridge. I go and check the wires on the cartridge. The ground wire from the cartridge to the tone arm was disconnected. So what happened was when uh. the cartridge was being adjusted, he the my guy did not plug all of them back in. He missed the ground. So 
I plugged it in, put everything back, turned the volume all the way up, silence. Then I did a little, I made, like, like Tom Hanks and... <laughs> Like I made fire. I made this. I am Spartacus. I, de- I loudly declared victory over this super annoying hum. And then uh then I did a couple more tests and then I was like, I went to bed. I went to bed like if I had conquered the world. So right now it sounds great. There's no hum. I put my living room back together and no more tech stuff for me. So I don't annoy you with my tech stuff. And then now it's going to be pure music, which good segue as to what I've been listening to. Let's hear it. Let's see it. Oh, man. Someone who I love very, very much gave this to me. And I've been listening to it pretty much nonstop. And this is where you can tell how you love an album. Because, Kelly, I've listened to dozens of albums. Sure. Dozens. 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 You're, you're what they call a connoisseur. I'm a yeah, like dozens, <laughs> easily double digit dozens, easily. Sure. Oh jeez. <laughs> so the way you know you really love an album is that I play this sucker all the time. I yeah, all the time. And what what what, what record are you holding up, my friend? Oh, I'm holding up "When the Mirror Cracks" by Q Five. Right. Which uh. Is your bro, as you know. Yeah. My brother and you is gave the singer this to of that me, band. And I've got some signatures on this sucker. Your yeah. bro. I mean, I can't Everybody. claim this is my this is for me since it says <laughs> your brother. I think I'm just gonna write here my own from another mother. Well, I think that just bring that up when we go visit him and he'll uh he'll or say a, your brother or put a little yeah. a little thing right here and then write Mexican. No, <laughs> no, wait. He's not my Mexican brother. Okay, white. Your white okay. brother. Uh, there we go. And then uh, this dude, Ed Sheely. Is that his name? Evan Sheely. Evan Sheely. Yeah. That's that's not the only two autographs, is it? Mm, yeah. Oh. Well, shit. Okay, I thought I'd give you one with everybody's autograph on it. I think that might be the, the other one. Okay. So, yeah, I listened to this on the record player, and I listened to it in the car and I listen to it when I'm grilling outside. I listen to that I, I listen to that all the time. What are you wow. listening to? What's your favorite song on it? The first one. Living on the borderline. Living on the borderline with you. Yep. Yeah, it's a cool song. Cool song. There's a okay, lot. Okay, well. Well, what I'm not listening to, but what I would be listening to <laughs> if my record player was working is Ugh. uh Led Zeppelin's uh, Physical Graffiti. I gave this to you to uh, throw through your fancy schmancy sonic cleaner, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it because my record player broke on me. This album has my very favorite Led Zeppelin song, 10 Years Gone. And I think it's just a beautiful song. I've been lucky enough to sing it live a couple of times with some people. And Uh uh, I don't know. And this this is the album with the really cool... uh, it's got all the slots where the windows are, and then the uh, the pictures of the band are, are inside. It is very it's, cool. It's a very cool record sleeve, and just a great album. Got a lot of really cool songs on it. Um, I'm. <laughs> this is what I'm most bummed about 
not having my record player working right now because I wanted to put on 10 years gone as soon as you gave this to me. To and try those. So, yeah, I was like, well, so I just asked uh, Alexa to play it for me. <laughs> then did you say, Alexa, please, please play Led Zeppelin and add in turntable cracks and just a few pops, pops and cracks in the vinyl, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some AI that does that for <laughs> wankers who really want that. There might be. There might be. You know, uh, give me two seconds. I have something to bring up. Okay. Since you brought up Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Our very first, maybe the intro of our show, or the first ep or the first episode, I said that one of the things I was looking forward to were the disagreements and the fights. Right. And you calling me an idiot. Right. And you said, oh, I'll never call you an idiot. Liar. <laughs> I didn't expect you to act like an idiot so quickly. <laughs> I have proof. Proof. I you did the... a. <laughs> Go ahead. There are on two things, three things on three things. The first one was. I said that. Listening to Hotel California is more fun than listening to Stairway to Heaven. I didn't, <sighs> that particular statement, I just said, it is more fun. Hotel uh, Hotel California is a more fun song to listen to than Stairway. And I went back, I bought an extremely expensive copy of that Led Zeppelin album. <laughs> listened to it a bunch of times. And we have about four and a half minutes of, I want to say, almost nothing. <laughs> then we have about 90 seconds of, okay, now you're waking up. And then we have like 50, 50 seconds of awesomeness. And that ratio, yeah. Then I went back and listened to Hotel California, and it's 80% solid. 80% that grabs you. And man, well, <laughs> go ahead. I want you to continue being an idiot in front of the whole world. I posted a poll on our Instagram. One of them was who, because I posted the text where you called me an effing idiot. Is that what you called me? Oh, I need God. to go back and look exactly what it was. <laughs> or I hate you. I happen to hate you. That's what you wrote. Okay. And then on our on, on our show, I posted, who hates who? Do I hate you or you hate me? And actually, more people thought that I hated you. Oh. And then on, on the CZ Media... Because you're very Media... lovable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then on the CZ Media Podcast Instagram, I did another poll of what's more fun to listen to, Stairway or... Or uh, Hotel California. Hotel California, and Stairway win. Stairway win seventy five percent to twenty five percent. So you had uh, you had four people. <laughs> wow. Uh, listen, here's well, aside part from of the you problem. three, <laughs> part of the problem is I just hate the fucking Eagles. I have always hated the fucking Eagles. My mom made us listen to the Eagles on our trips when we drove all the way to South Dakota every year. And she'd make us learn harmonies and I got just fucking played out on the Eagle. Rich hippies, 
people who are just like, you know, oh man, you know, down with uh, the establishment and everything. I'm like, you fucking guys are the establishment. Fuck off. So you can check out whenever you want to, <laughs> but you cannot go anywhere. Leave, leave. Brilliant. Perfect. Perfect. That was about, Perfect. that's how it sounds every time I listen to it too. <laughs> I I just don't, I don't like their music. I don't like their songs. There've been like two songs of theirs that I did like. And I was like, I wonder why I like these. They didn't write them. Oh, who wrote them? They had different writers come in and they were like, well, these are great songs. We're going to record them. And I was like, fuck, why do I like this song so much? So, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of theirs. Uh, that's all. What would you rather listen to, Blink or Hotel California? Wow. This is a, this is a Kobe Maru situation <laughs> here I, where I will cheat to win. <laughs> So you're saying this so basically what you're saying is the Eagles are in line with Blink 182. Um I don't like Blink 182 because the 90s was just not my my time for music. That's all. They're fine. I'm just But this, the 70s is my time for music and I don't like the Eagles for trying to fuck that up. Actually that's the only Eagles song I know. <laughs> Do they have I others? <laughs> my mom made us listen to listen this is how poor we were or how cheap my mom was it depends on who you listen to i think we were poor so there was a band called mirror image back in the 70s and they would put out albums of other people's songs and those those albums would be called mirror image sounds like the eagles <laughs> or mirror image sounds like the carpenters and stuff like that and so they'd be in your bargain bin at the wigwam or the, the Woolworths or whatever. And you could buy these albums. My mom would pick those up instead of the Eagles. Maybe I do like the Eagles, but I had to hear, you know, second oh. rate Eagles my entire life. Uh, <laughs> second rate band doing a second rate band to begin with just infuriated <laughs> me. And you know what? I, I hate it so much and it stuck with me. We we did the, the last time I went to South Dakota with my mom was I was 14. We did those for five or six years in a row. Got her money. And worth. then, and then I haven't done that at all. And I, I, it really imprinted itself on me. And then I, I brought this up to my mom and she's like, hm, I have no memory of this whatsoever. <laughs> you ruined me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it meant nothing to it her. Nothing she was like, you. she's like Thanos when the Scarlet Witch is yelling at him, and he's like, "I don't even know who you are." Well, I mean, at least the at least you got a little bit of pop culture. My parents, it was all "Alabaré, Alabaré, Alabaré, a mi señor." Tiburon, Tiburon, Tiburon a la vista, banista. I had all church music to listen to. Oh, you didn't get the shark song? I didn't. I didn't. You know, it's so funny. It's uh, as I don't think I've. So I, I inherited my parents' car right. a couple years ago, and I, I, it's untouched. I have not taken anything out of that car. Everything is still where my mom had it, um, and in the glove compartment she has like three jimmy swagger cds <laughs> wow <laughs> and it's like i'm not gonna pop them in i'm not gonna or who knows they might be in the cd player but uh i think that's so hilarious 
that they listen to Jimmy, Jimmy Swagger, Swagger, the religious. Yeah. The religious the, figure. The, the uh, I thought your parents were Catholic. Mm-mm. I thought your parents were Catholic. No. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Nope. Nope. Um, but no, they did. They did like to listen to Jimmy Swagger, and it. I kind of like. I don't know where my mom got them. Like there used to be a Christian bookstore where I grew up, called Cross Reference, and that was the only place you could go to a store and get a Bible. Yeah. Uh, I'm like I'm picturing my mom going in there, and looking at their music section, saying like, "Oh, you know what? Oh, Jimmy Swagger, 1983. <laughs> I need that one." <laughs> this was the live performance at. You know, Temple Mount and who knows where. <laughs> You'll have to pop those on sometime. Bring them up here. <laughs> I, I imagine my mom doing it. It's like, oh, I don't like to drum around this one. It was a little, <laughs> it was a little too kick drum, too kick drum heavy for me. <laughs> I mean, I know that did not happen, but I now <laughs> picture my mom doing that. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Oh, that gives me an idea for the show. Maybe next show we'll have to bring up um, our favorite live shows we've been to because I know you've been through some pretty cool stuff. Well, yeah, I have. Yeah, so don't, don't modern stuff now. though. That's fine. Like not my first concert ever. I was twenty-one years old. It was Poison Holly Weird. With Poison uh, Holly Weird. Po- Poison, and oh, the show okay. was called Holly Weird. Was it Holly Weird? I don't know. I forgot, but it was Warrant, Cinderella, Skid Row, Poison, and one other one. I don't remember. Holy shit. You time traveled back to 1987 somehow? <laughs> yeah, it is Holly Weird. It was Poison's Holly oh, Weird tour. Do you don't remember huh. this one? I missed that one. No, no, no that has to be well past their prime. And oh. I, I never liked Poison to begin with. Well, this was 23 years ago. That would have made it 2000, so that's at least 10 years past the time that past they should have the date of should have hung everything up. Um, anyhow, should we uh, get into our show-and-tell stuff? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You know what? I'll I'll go first. That's it. You know, you know me. Yeah. I like to support. I like to support my friends. Um, right now, I'm giving shout-outs on my on my page to a store called Retro Emporium. Um, the owner, Anne, has been on my show. Uh, she's been going to Crypticon for a long time, and she sets up shop there, and you can get really cool retro stuff. She has a record oh, cool. room now um, in her, at her shop. In, it's on Meeker in Kent. So I've been shouting her out. So I like to shout out people who are doing cool stuff. And I thought, what... Is is it not the coolest way to shout out your favorite podcast? <laughs> you know what? I'm only disappointed that you're not wearing those. <laughs> uh, those are those are Strangeons Radio, which is my podcast. Those are Strangeons Radio underwear. Uh, I have a pair of those too. Hey, show everybody the crotch. The detail on the crotch is the most amazing thing, I think. Um. That no, no, logo. No. Oh, oh, is that it? That is the crotch, isn't it? No, yeah. no, I mean lower down there where your balls are gonna hang. Oh, the taint. Yeah, yeah, the taint right there. Look at that. You get a nice. <laughs> that is something else. Now, 
Do you wear those? Or you just have those uh, enshrined. I wear them. There? I need another pair now. I need another comfy. pair. I, yeah, I wear mine too. They're expensive. Yeah. Are they? I don't know. Yeah. How much did underpants cost? Mm. Not thirty bucks. Not if no. you're a dude. <laughs> well, they're good. They 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 cradled the boys. <laughs> yeah, they do cradle the boys. I wear those um, every time we do a live show at Crypticon. Uh, I wear mine, and I always threaten Eric and Vanessa that I'm going to uh, drop trow in the middle of the show and show I'll do everybody. it. But um, I'll streak. <laughs> then I get worried that they'll get angry at me. Impossible. <laughs> okay, how about you? Oh, okay. Well, I thought I would talk about uh, something I'm kind of proud about in my past. Um, so I do Strange Eons Radio. Strange Eons Radio then came out of Strange Eons Magazine, which was something that I'd done with, with my buddy Rick Tillman. So I've got right here a copy of Strange Eons Magazine, issue one. Ooh. Uh, is Kaluthu on there? That is Kaluthu on there. Uh, really proud of this one. It started everything for uh, Strange Eons. And the whole point of that was when I was a kid, I was in love with uh, Heavy Metal Magazine and mm. Epic Illustrated, neither of which my mom would let me get. We used to go after church to this um, place in Bellingham called Rawls, R-A-W-L-S. I bet you Jennifer remembers that place. But uh, it was an ice cream shop, but underneath it was a head shop. But I was too young to know what that was. And I realize now what my mom must have been doing there when we would stop at Rawls because I'd go down into the head shop with her and I'd be looking around. She'd be like, don't touch anything. And it was dark in there and they'd have copies of heavy metal and the rack and uh, what and is the Epic Illustrated and all that stuff. Oh, it's a it's a pot shop is where they sold the pipes and all that stuff. Oh. Any anything they could sell when? legally. Oh, OK. Uh, you know, everything except the pot. Got it. Um, but, uh, because of that, I, you know, I, I built up this lifelong love for this kind of stuff. And, uh, and then, you know, when I got older, I was able to then start collecting. So here is a copy of Epic Illustrated number one. I Ooh. own the entire 37 issue run of Epic Illustrated. And then, uh, one of my pride and joys, heavy metal number one Ooh. from, uh, 19, 1977. I own the entire run from 1977 to 1984. Wow. And this really, you know, kind of cemented my love for what we tried to do in the magazine and what I've tried to do in everything since then, which is, you know, the magazine, we did comics and short stories and articles and interviews and all of that stuff. But it was you know, not to toot our own horn for a little bit, um, it, it was cooler looking than most magazines uh, because Rick and I brought a real design sense to it. We were both really good at Photoshop and Illustrator. And so we had figured out a way to make a mostly black and white magazine look very cool. We'd have color in the middle and, you know, sometimes color pages on the outsides. And it was just a really neat thing. And for a while there at the height of it, it ran for 10 years. And uh, by issue three, we were in these um, polls and running against heavy metal magazine and black static. And people were voting for us as best magazine of the year and 
stuff like that. And that was a, a really exciting time. And Very cool. Yeah. So it's something that I, I realize I have to kind of remind myself that I have accomplished things in my life uh, and that I am just, you know, a humble legend among horror people. But I've brought that to everything. So even the the short stories that I've put out, uh, like the music of Ericsson or um, Infernal Combustion, those had a really cool design sense to them. When when we published uh, Philip Fricasse's book, Commodore, we, I mean, that just looked cooler than most books look, you know, right. and it's just something that I've, I've tried to do with everything. And I'm even doing it with my, uh, my, novella and my novel that's coming out this year and all of that stuff so i'm excited i love it super proud of it all Me too. and uh i'm uh i feel left out that i wasn't part of this process so i'm uh in my <laughs> non in my non-pushy way trying to insert myself so that with as this wave that you're riding and it's going up like there's me Dude, I credit you pretty much completely for getting me off my ass and getting this way of going that I've had this last year or so. So thank you very much. I love you, brother. Either either you, you would have hated me or you would have loved me. Just uh, well, a bin binary zeros or ones. Turns zeros out I loved you. Me. Well, can we can we do we have time to talk about that? Because I have I have this right here. Oh, look at that. Yeah, you've got uh issue or uh part four of the serialized novel that just yep. came out. Yep. So that's Can I show cool. the goodies that are in here? Oh, okay. So yeah. you got some super cool stickers. And I'm I put stickers on everything. So my laptop is full of stickers. My scanner that I have here is full of stickers. My super cool ultrasonic record cleaning thing is getting full of stickers. Like this is a super cool sticker. Yeah. I like the 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 sheen on that or whatever it's called. The the coating. And then this one is creepy. That it's one's glow in the dark cool. too. I don't know yep. if you've noticed that. And I like the tone of green that yeah. it is. The 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 shade of green. And yeah. when I saw this, I was like, "What is that? Is mega cool." Yeah. So this. this this issue is kind of the backstory of the small town that this is all taking place in. So I've got a um a tinotype photo of the town founders. Yeah, I mean, I love it because when I go to antique shops, I look through all of those. A lot of antique shops sell tin type photos and yeah, the, all these. And I look through them, and I'm surprised I haven't started a collection actually of these old photos. But my mother in law had a bunch of old slides from the 50s that I found, and I haven't scanned them yet. But I'm thinking of doing a little series on that and posting them to my to my photography page of pictures from the 50s. But uh. Like, yeah, this is, I mean, and look at this really cool stuff you get when you, uh, when, if you had signed up for, for the, the subscription to, to his book and well, that's we'll be part posting. Of the, that's part of the whole idea there of, of getting some design into these kind of Productive, things yeah. that you don't really think about having design. There was another postcard in there. Did you get that other postcard too? There was a, oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Which is oh, a, and a, a bookmark. Postcard. Yeah, and a bookmark. Yeah, I, I packed this one full of everything because the story is a little is a little lighter a, in this issue. She has ample bust. I like that. She's she's kind of cute. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> With the spider legs coming out of her head. Eh. And then, yeah, Tillman's death, sick cops. And yeah. And I'm actually going to send this to someone. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's an actual postcard. It's an actual postcard. Uh, we well, need, thanks, we need man. It. That's really nice of you to to show off all that stuff. I, I love it. it. I love it. <clears throat> um, what do you got? Uh, well, we're about out of time. So where can people find you if you want them to find you, Carlos? You can go to my website, carlos-zamora.com. Um, I'm switching up my model, my business model, and I'm starting to get opportunities to do one-off video projects. Um, I've, you know, I've had some pretty interesting conversations lately. So if you're looking for either a commercial for your small business, something you can put on YouTube or throw a few ad bucks uh, for boosted ads, um, we, I can do that. And then, uh, um, yeah, that's basically, that's basically it. <laughs> How about you? Uh, well, you can find me. Uh, well, also, you've got CZ Media podcast that comes out yeah. semi regularly. So they, they to... see this all. They see that out throughout our show. With the okay, you can find me regularly Thursdays on Strange Eons Radio podcast with Eric Margaret and Vanessa Williams, and uh, that's just a pop culture podcast where we talk movies and television, comic books, stuff like that. You can go to my website, written by klyoung.com which has uh, all the information and links on where you can uh, buy some of my screenplays, stuff like that. And then I've got the uh, that serialized novel sold out, but I do have this coming out very shortly. It is the full volume, uh, full novel of The Secret Language of Spiders. Comes out June 25th of this year. Very excited for that. Excellent. Excellent. Definitely check that. All that will be in the show notes. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, at KCZYZ Nerd Radio. We're across all of them. And if you want to get us a bottle of the wine, there's a link in the description for a buy me a bottle. I mean, come on, buy us a bottle, please. Fantastic. All right, buddy. I love seeing you. Love seeing you. Adios. I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>